0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: everybody and welcome to Violet Reiki Radio. I would like to thank the founders of the Seika Network for giving me this opportunity to bring the show to the public each Thursday at 9pm where we discuss all things Reiki, all things surrounding Reiki, all things that the founder of Reiki he would have been interested in himself as he was interested in very many things. He was a man who had a great appetite for knowledge. And Sui Sensei, because of that, had practiced and um, done many things in his life. He was into a lot of things, from martial arts to philosophy, religion, uh, metaphysics, Health, you name it, he dabbled in it. He was so interested in everything. And that was the type of personality he had, which is wonderful because it contributed to his discovering Reiki and bringing it to us. And now we have this wonderful healing modality. And so each week we have all kinds of guests, people who are from all different walks of life and uh, all different areas, and it makes for a very interesting show. Um, those of you who may have missed past episodes and would like to listen and, and see what Violet Reiki Radio is all about, you can check out Violet Reiki Radio on Blog Talk Radio. You can find the, um, the wherever we are on Blog Talk Radio, all the episodes should come up. But you can also visit my website, which is www.VioletRoseReiki.com, and there is a tab just for Violet Reiki Radio. And if you click that tab, it will bring you to a page that tells you all about Violet Reiki Radio, gives you the information, and also below all the description are the links for past shows. So feel free to click. Uh, On any show you'd like to hear of my prior guests, and you can listen to it that way. We're also on iTunes. Uh, I I would imagine there's a category in iTunes when you find One Violet Rose Reiki or One one Violet Reiki Radio. You could find the others. I'm not that burst in iTunes, but um, check it out. We are there. And um, just to let you guys know, Reiki is a universal life force energy. It is an intelligent energy of love and wholeness. It understands the cause of problems and what healing is necessary. Reiki energy has a wisdom of its own, healing and balancing all aspects of a person's mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Reiki is a blessing, an instantaneously conferred sacred potential for healing and protection and spiritual development. Now, you can check out my website, www.violetrosereiki.com, for any kind of Reiki information you would like to know. You can also email me at rose at violetrosereiki.com, and I will answer whatever your questions regarding Reiki are. So if you have any questions and you're looking for information or you're a little confused and you'd like the real deal on Reiki, Write me an email at Rose at VioletRoseReiki.com. You can also check out on Facebook, I have a page called Reiki Ward. And if you're looking for distance healing, Reiki Ward was formed coming up on three years ago and Reiki Ward was formed to provide free distance Reiki healing for people all around the globe and the healing can be for yourself, for a family member, for a friend, any humans, you can also send us a request for any pets, any animals that you would like uh, healing done on. You know, a lot of people, their dogs, their cats, we even do Reiki healing on horses. This is healing for horses. Uh, don't feel shy. Just, you know, on Facebook, type in Reiki Ward or Reiki Ward page. It'll take you to the page. And all you have to do is put up a post, post your request, and then Reiki Ward takes it from there. We will take that post and we will um, repost it on the ward so that our practitioners can see the post and get to work on the post ASAP because we have about in the neighborhood of four to 500 practitioners, Reiki practitioners, checking the ward every day, and we do two to three rounds of healing every day. And then once the post is up and people are doing the healing, we then place that request as well on our crystal grid, our Reiki crystal grid for distance healing. So don't feel shy. Put your requests in and uh, we'll get on them. The call-in number tonight here to the studio is three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. And I hope you do call in because I am happy to let you know that my guest this evening is Bob Burns. Bob is an author, a speaker, an NLP practitioner, a Reiki master. He is president of Robert Burns and Associates, which is a globally renowned or um well he is a globally renowned author motivational speaker servicing individuals and corporations throughout eastern Pennsylvania and northwestern New Jersey. Bob has been in the business of motivation, inspiration, and education since 1991, and has earned the titles of Master Clinical Hypnotherapist, Master Practitioner of Neurolinguistic Programming, known as NLP, and Reiki Master. Referred to as a motivational master by Men's Health Magazine in 2002, Bob has been featured on more than 150 talk radio programs from London to Canada and all across the United States, has four books published, and has recorded nearly 50 inspirational CDs. Holding a blue ribbon from Toastmasters International, Bob has held speaking engagements throughout the country for small businesses and national corporations, including New York Life, Mary Kay Cosmetics, Equinox, New Skin, General Chemical, Shackley Pharmaceuticals, and more. You guys are going to love Bob, I'm telling you. So without further ado... Let's see if we can find Mr. Burns.
2: Mr. Burns. What? Are you here? Am I here? Yeah, I'm here. You're here. (laughs) I'm here. Yes, I'm here. I think, let me check my wallet to make sure it's me.
1: Okay. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's me. It's me, Rose. How are you this beautiful evening?
1: It's him. Bob Burns in the house. I am very (laughs) good. I'm just great. I'm always great
2: and I'm glad you said great instead of good because great is about two steps up
1: oh yeah I, I, I'm i always you know at the pinnacle of whatever it is
2: <laughs> exactly exactly it's always good to be at the pinnacle because that way you can charge forward and, sure. or you can fall back or whatever I mean it's all you know it's like my one website we have choices and we do we have choices do we want to go forward or we have choices do we want to fall back and most people want to go forward but you know I'll tell you something a quote from Ben Franklin that I use quite often, and that is, you show me a person that's 100% satisfied, and I'll show you a failure.
1: True. Very true. It kind of escapes right. you there. You, you you would want to say, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, exactly. satisfied. He's all good. It's all good It's great, but no, it, yeah, because you have nothing to strive for. Well, you know, the thing is, if
2: you climb halfway up a pole, you can't stay in the middle. Okay, you either slide down or you continue climbing up, and that's the metaphor I use for uh, being 100 percent satisfied. You've got to move I, forward, or you're going to move backwards.
1: I got some clients, Bob, that they are fighting to stay in the middle, but I'm not going to allow them to stay there. No, don't <laughs> let them.
2: Don't let them. You know, you got to motivate them. You got to you got to show. You know what I usually do? If a person is a visual learner, which you can tell by watching their eyes or listening to their rate of speech, if they're a visual learner, you show them what's out in front of them. You know, If they're an auditory learner, you tell them what's out in front of them. If they're a kinesthetic learner, you have them get the feeling they will have when they move forward. And it's all based on NLP. That's
1: amazing. I'm telling you, I'm going to have to go study NLP because i heard so much about it. I'm well, curious. Well, I'm giving a
2: course, giving a course uh, this Saturday over in Clinton, New Jersey on NLP. From 9 in the morning until... Uh, five in the afternoon. It's going to be on basic NLP, and I cover what I just told you. I cover how to rid people of phobias, how to rid people of allergies, and to uh, soften trauma so that people will not be so upset and stressed out, how to recognize when somebody's being honest with you, and also how to establish rapport in two to three minutes.
1: Wow. It's a very interesting question. This Saturday's out for me. Luckily, I'm busy with work. Unluckily, I can't oh, come God. take your class.
2: <laughs> well, I'm going to be doing another one in June, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know when yet. But as soon as I do, I will let you know because I, I picked up your email address. Okay. okay. It's not violent reiki.
1: <laughs> no, it is not violent reiki. <laughs> I know, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Oh, God. The only place where we <laughs> slam you down on the table. No, no, we don't do that.
2: No, but, it's interesting um, because I had a girl working in my office many years ago. Her name was Laura Garvey, and Laura was a Reiki master, and I am too, but I'm also a master criminal hypnotherapist. And while she was doing Reiki on the person, I was walking around the table doing induction. And when we were finished, we had to help that girl off the table. She was so relaxed. It was incredible.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. So I mean, now, tell me a little bit about how you got involved with Reiki. We always like to, you know, get the Reiki out there first here. So how did you get involved well, with Reiki?
2: Well, I got involved. First off, I got. I've always wanted to be. I, I like working with people, and I, I haven't had a job since 1966. I've always been self-employed, but I was a contractor, and, I, and I've always been interested in therapy and psychology. So I started with hypnosis. But I begin to realize that everything is energy. Everything is energy. So I took the course um, from a woman out in Doylestown. I don't even remember her name. It was a two-day course for Level 1. And I really liked it. I got a kick out of it, and I noticed how it opened my mind up. I mean, really made me see things that were always there but I hadn't seen before. And I'm not necessarily talking about visual. Uh, I'm talking about seeing things, you know, like enlightening enlightenment and then i took level two now level two really freaked me out that was fantastic i mean (laughs) i started to see spirits after taking level two yeah and that girl that i told you about laura and i were walking along one time she was walking her door and i was just walking with her and i said did you see that and she said what i said an indian brave just walked in front of us and went down into the woods and she said no i didn't see it but uh I did, and I've seen a lot of things like that, and it's phenomenal, and then when I took the uh, master course, uh, that that was the puncher, so now I can't call myself a Reiki master because I don't teach it, but if I start teaching it, which I plan on doing, then I can call myself a Reiki master. Right now, it's Reiki master practitioner, and uh, I got that from Lee Rand's book on uh, Reiki, and it's very interesting, and... uh, a lot of my friends are Reiki masters and Reiki master practitioners. And uh, I just, you know, I, I like the NLP and I like the hypnosis. The NLP is excellent for selling. But, you know, when you stop and think about it, Rose, NLP is just another form of distribution of energy. It's done verbally instead of, uh, you know, your hands. And I tell people, I've heard you know, that. Yeah, it is. And words, words have more energy. You can put a lot of energy into your statements. And uh, you know, I don't I tell people how old I am, they don't believe me. They don't believe me because of my energy level. I'll be seventy five this fall. And uh, you know, Amazing. I don't even believe me. I think they I think they screwed up in the hospital after I think I think I'm only about twenty five. <laughs> 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 and I look in the mirror it's like, give away, you know. But it's but it's interesting because you know, everything is energy and people say, Aren't you afraid of dying? I said, I'm not gonna die. You can't kill energy. I said, The body might fold up but the spirit keeps living.
1: So that's a and lot of times, uh, I think because I have always worked with energy, I'm a natural-born psychic, and I've always felt, seen, heard, spirit, and I, I believe that myself, that no one really dies, and I think too many of us have bought into the, once you're in the hole, you're gone kind of thinking. <laughs> well, um, the
2: body's gone, but you're not.
1: Yeah, the body's gone, sure, it's like, uh, you know, if you have a vessel of water, a bottle of water, and say the bottle cracks and breaks, the water spills out onto the table or the floor, that essence of that water never really goes away, the bottle, yeah, you sweep it up and throw it out, but that water evaporates, making the water, the essence of the water go into the air, and then it it joins up with, you know, clouds or however, it, but but it's, like you said, energy, the energy of the water never really dies.
2: No, it doesn't. And that is an excellent metaphor. Thank you. I'm going to use Thanks. that. You're that welcome. is an excellent metaphor. Be
1: but, my uh, you know,
2: talking about that we never die and that we're energy, I had a man come to one of my uh, groups one night about 12 years ago and uh, he was telling me, he said, I never believed in any of this stuff at all. He said, 10 years ago, my father died, and I was standing next to the coffin, and everybody else left the room. And when nobody was around, I reached down into the coffin and took the cufflink off of his sleeve and put it in my pocket. Ten years later, we went to see a medium uh, in Booton, New Jersey, Chetta Bacoli. And she said, your father's here, and he was very moved, and he saw you take this cufflink. Now, that was ten years later. Spirits do not die. Energy does not die. You cannot kill energy. And that's what's so powerful about Reiki.
1: It's amazing, yeah. And people have, you know, I I love Don Miguel Ruiz because people have a a belief that they bought into. As he says, they bought into somebody else's dream, and they're living it. They're living that dream instead of living their own dream. Now, my mother, my mother, when she passed away, had Alzheimer's for three or four years. And in the last year or so, she had forgotten who I was. And it was painful to me because my mother was not only my mother, she was my best friend. And after she passed, about three weeks later, thank God I'm queer audience, I heard my mother's voice. And I'm like, Mom? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. So here she is crossed over, but now, because I am a psychic medium, I can talk to those who are crossed over. I'm having a full-fledged conversation with my mother. I was moved to tears because not only I was able to talk to my mother again, which I hadn't been able to do for a year and a half, but it reinforced the belief I always had that we really don't disappear once we die. No, we don't. We, we're
2: we not it, we're- I, I, I used to drive my daughters nuts. I said, "You guys better shape up." I said, "Because when I die, I'll be watching you, and you won't know." <laughs> <laughs> and I've got three daughters. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Well, all, all three of them are married now, so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: uh, a good uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, yeah, that, Reiki
2: energy that, is amazing. Reiki
1: energy is wonderful.
2: I like to. I tell you, when I'm working with a client. Okay, I had a, client, a woman come in today. When I'm working with a client, I infuse Reiki along with the words and the hypnosis. In other words, I use a combination of everything. And I remember one time I a woman to saying to me, what were you doing? What were you doing? I said, well, what do you mean what was I doing? I didn't touch you. She said, no, but I felt something around my abdominal area. I said, I was pulling the urge to smoke out of you.
0: And, I uh, like that's, that.
2: That's what I was doing. I said, I said, you can you can do anything like that. If you believe it and if you know it, I mean Jesus Christ would walk into a village and just his presence, with the energy, would heal people. Right. And it was right. the energy. It's all energy. People don't get it.
1: You know. No, they. It's, you know what? It's, it's Bob. It's so simple they can't get it because it's simple and profound all at the same time, which mm-hmm. means it's totally in balance. We can't exactly. grasp this very easily.
2: I know, I know, it's amazing. Let me do, tell you a quick story about Profound and Simple.
1: Okay. okay.
2: Richard Bandler, the co-founder of Neurolinguistics, Linguistics, was assigned to work with a guy who was in a psychiatric unit out in Southern California because he was having conversations with the junction boxes in his house. Okay, he would talk to the light switches, he would talk to the plugs and everything like that, and they were talking back to him. So the head psychiatrist, they tried shock, they tried everything. And nothing worked. So Richard came in. Now, Richard Dandler, as far as I'm concerned, is absolutely and totally brilliant. Anyway, he said, let me have him for a month. He said, let him work with me for a month. Keep him here, but I will be his therapist. And the head psychiatrist said, gladly, gladly. Oh, thank God. So anyhow, Richard said, get him out of his room for about four hours and then send him back and we'll continue. So Richard installed uh, little microphones and little speakers in the junction boxes. And when the guy came back, Richard started talking to him for those junction boxes. And the guy said, where's the man I've been speaking to for the past 15 years? Richard said, he was boring. I got rid of him. He's gone. You're stuck with me now. So the guy said, well, okay. So Richard talked to the guy for about three weeks. And at the end of three weeks, Richard said, you know, you're boring. I can't stand you anymore. I'm leaving. And 30 days later, the guy was released. Now, is that simple? Is that profound? Is that brilliant?
1: Amazing. Yeah.
2: That's what I mean. I mean, we have a tendency. I tell people I could complicate a peanut butter sandwich. I mean, you know, we as humans tend to complicate everything. And if we haven't read it in the school book, or if our parents didn't tell us, or our teachers didn't tell us, it isn't. But that's a lot of garbage, because everything Well, see, is.
1: you might be able to validate this, then. I, my feeling is, as far as people complicating things, I feel that people complicate things... Because they're being led by their ego. They want to show people, (laughs) mine is better, mine is bigger, mine is more powerful. It's almost like, you know, a pissing contest between two guys.
2: It is. It is, exactly. And men are more ego-driven, whereas women are more more emotional and feeling-driven.
1: Yeah, I mean, I give my students a ton of handouts and information and I give them a a full manual and I I just in all my Reiki classes I shove so much information (laughs) into them because I don't want them to feel that their learning experience with me as their teacher was deficient because you wouldn't believe the things I've seen uh, students come to me with if they want to redo level one or redo level two or whatever I see the stuff that other teachers put out there, and I'm like, are they serious with this? And even yeah, in the exactly. beginning, you know, I walked away from my first class thinking, is this it? I mean, there's got to be more info than this. And I started researching on my own then, and I came across a, a, a vast amount of knowledge that I wasn't even given a quarter of in my very first Reiki class. So Exactly. You know, and then you hear these people, well, mine's bigger, better, you know. But it's like, I tell my students, don't complicate the wheel. Don't don't look to complicate your life. Reiki is very simple. To embrace Reiki it's very simple.
2: It is so, so simple that people struggle with it. That's why it's so simple. And, you know, what's interesting is, like, when I do a class, uh, when I teach a combination of hypnosis and neurolinguistic programming, Everybody that takes the class walks out with nine CDs. It's the whole class on CD. So they can always refer to one of the CDs or call me if they have a question.
1: That's great. That is great. Now I'm going to have to start and, making CDs in my class. <laughs> you just gave me a well, good you know idea. What
2: I'll,
1: I'll, I'll tell you how that happened. And this is kind of funny. Uh, in, that, in
2: 2008, I did a class over in Gilbertsville, Pennsylvania, at a place called Interlight. And I was teaching this class, and when he, somebody gave me an MP3 recording thing, which I put in my pocket. And it was the same size as my cell phone. And I'm teaching the class, and I'm teaching the class, and I forgot the thing was in there on record when I went to the restroom. <laughs> oh my and, god! Uh, I know, but I told her as soon as I came out that she had her husband delete it. Whew. But anyway, you know, if I had a sense of humor, I'd have said, "Oh my god, it's raining out." But anyway. Uh, but what happened was, you know, and then I turned the whole thing. She gave it to me, and I turned it all into uh, a set of nine CDs. And every time somebody, uh, you know, comes and takes the course, once it's paid for, I give them the nine CDs, and they have it. Plus, I have a a booklet that I wrote, you know, with a lot of stuff in it. So they can cross-reference the booklet. Plus, they have my phone number. They can call me any time they want to. and Any class I give after that. In the same nature, they can take it at no charge. But I tell them, I said, if you're going to take it at no charge, that's all well and good. You're welcome to do it, but I want you to help me teach it. Because the best way to learn something is to teach it.
1: Exactly.
2: And when I sign a certificate, I want them to own the material when they leave. That's it, you know?
1: Right, right. Right. Yeah, I've had people come to me sidestepping their own Reiki Master teacher because maybe they didn't want to do the work or wait the time or whatever, and I ask questions, and if I think you're coming to me because you think I'm one of those Reiki Master teachers who's in the business of handing out certificates, wrong. I I ask, you know, why, and in a lot of cases, it's like, oh, you're trying to sidestep your own uh, sensei. No, 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 no. (laughs)
2: Exactly. I know exactly what you mean, because uh, I got all the way up to Brown Belt in the form of martial arts, and my instructor got transferred to Texas. And uh, so I was looking for another place, and I went into this one school, and the guy said, oh, he said, you're American. He said, you want black belt? He said, I sell you a black belt. I said, no, no, you don't get it. I want to earn it. You know, right. And that's what you just said right there with the Reiki. you got to earn your promotions, otherwise they're meaningless. I can go out and buy a blackboard for that. Thing.
1: Well, that's like people you know, nowadays. That's... They can go out and buy online, you know, a Reiki practitioner certificate or whatever, and, oh, I'm a Reiki master. You know, they'll do all the levels and come off and say, I'm a Reiki master. I'm like, you know, where were you attuned? Who attuned you? Oh, I got it online. Well, sorry for me. No, you're not. What's an
2: attunement? Right. You know, and mean. it's like...
1: Yeah. You know, from Usui Sensei's own words, an attunement must take place when master and teacher are in the same location. It's The Reiki energy gets passed on from the master to the student. So if you're telling me yes. you got your attunement online by somebody you don't know, you've never met, but you've got this piece of paper that says you're certified. Um, that I means you're
2: certifiable. <laughs>
1: I personally am not buying it. So, um, yeah, no, no. I mean, they're welcome to take, you know, the levels with me, you know, again. But, uh, no, that I don't. And people come up with the excuse, well, there's distance Reiki healing. And I'm like, look, distance Reiki healing is different from distant attunement. There's no such thing as a distant attunement. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. But here's
2: another thing too that I get a kick out of, and I'm going to switch over to hypnosis for a minute. But cool. I, I teach I teach a class in hypnosis and basic NLP. It's a combination. Uh, it's a weekend: Friday night, Saturday, Saturday evening, and Sunday. And uh, people learn the basics and they learn how. Oh, they can for help that help I might stop.
1: just I might just come stay a weekend in New Jersey. I'll I'll, I'll keep my eyes peeled for that one, Bob. Yeah, that will be coming
2: out That'll be coming out very soon, probably around uh, sometime in June. I want to do that combination. But here's okay. the thing. I've had people come up to me and say, do you teach a master class? I said, yes, I do. And they said, well, I want to take the master class. And, uh, and I said, well, why do you want to take it? And their answer determines if I give it to them now. They say, so I can earn more money, I won't give it to them. Because the master class gets pretty deep in some things. If you say, so I can help people more and more, then I'll give them the class. You know, because, you know, when you start getting into this stuff is heavy duty, and it's beyond conventional psychology. So that's the way I view it. So I'm very fussy about who I give the master classes to. I mean, the the basic class, you can't hurt anybody. Stopping, smoking, becoming thinner, the NLP, uh, learning, you know, some of the things I just went over with you, how the eyes go, the rates of speech and the predicate from the speech, rapport in two to three minutes. I teach all of that, and that's a weekend. It's a great weekend. It's intense. But right. people walk out only it, and they walk out with two certificates, one in, uh, one in basic NLP and one in hypnotherapy.
1: I basically do the same thing. I had a student years ago. She was pushing me and pushing me and pushing me for her master class. And uh, she, actually, she had taken master class. I think it was master teacher uh, level she wanted. And I don't know what was going on in my life. I told her she had to wait. And she was just stuck on, she had to go the next step, come hell or high water. And I said to her, I can't do it, I'm not going to do it, because you've demonstrated to me in the past couple of emails and communications that you are missing one of the principal qualities of a master teacher,
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: I'm not going to take you there, you're not ready yet. That's the bottom line, you're not ready. And I exactly. won't pass a student until the student is ready. It's not when the student says exactly. they're ready. It's when I say they're ready as their teacher. Exactly.
2: And that's the way a sensei does it in martial arts. You know, the sensei will know right. when you're ready to test for your next belt.
1: Yeah how, many like arts, you, yeah, how many martial arts students do you know that yet progressed to black belt because they say they they, they want it, they're ready? Yeah.
2: I haven't met one yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met
2: one yet. So, no, so, yeah. well, I got I got all the way to Brown and Taekwondo and then I screwed my leg up and by the time my leg was functional again, um, I uh my, my teacher had moved out to Texas and his name was Jerry Walston and he was a third degree. But I got all the way up to one belt away from black belt and I decided I'm gonna go for my black belt this year because I want my grandkids to say that pop pop got his black belt when he was in his seventies. I think that'll be cool.
1: Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, and there's no doubt in my mind that you can do this, Bob. No doubt in my mind. Oh, I can
2: do it. There's no doubt in my mind either. If I had belts, I wouldn't even attempt it. So, yep. uh, No, I'm going to go for it. It's going. I'm going to have to go back a couple of belts and work my way back up again.
1: Yeah. Not that
2: I've forgotten. It's just that my body needs. It's not the same as it was when I, you know, a couple of years ago.
1: So, <laughs> my um, body's not the way it was either. <laughs> it isn't.
2: I'll be damned. I would have. I I, I. I haven't seen you, but I wouldn't know that. I'm
1: <laughs> uh, walking around here, especially, be especially today. I'm walking around here like a 90 year old woman. I'm like, Rose. God, get the let out. I know. That's that would
2: uh, for somebody in their early 30s, though, wouldn't it?
1: I wouldn't know. I, I left my 30s many <laughs> years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even see them as a dim glimmer behind me. <laughs> and, uh,
2: Mary Kay Ash, before she passed away, Mary Kay Ash, when they asked her how old she was, she used to say thirty-three, which I thought was a good through? answer. Thirty-three. <laughs> oh God, yeah.
1: it's inventive. I like that. Now you were touching upon uh, because I'm I'm going to be doing a show next week, and I've been wanting to do this show for a long time because people. Again, like what we were saying, people want the master, they want the title, they want the certificate, they want all the yada, yada. But they right. they just zoom right past that Reiki is a discipline, just like martial arts are a discipline, and exactly. they're also both practices. And when you're doing mm-hmm. a discipline practice, like either of the two, or there are many others, but uh, like I said, my show is going to be comparing Reiki to martial arts. You must practice over and over and over again. And no, but there's no fast track to master anything if what yeah, you truly isn't. want is to be a master in that particular thing, right?
2: Exactly, exactly. And the only masters that I ever heard of besides Jesus Christ were Sai Baba, Sri Krishna, Buddha. And people think Buddha was his name. Buddha was not his name. His his name is Gautama. But Buddha it just simply means awaken. Right. You know? And and he was the Buddha. He wasn't Buddha. And you know, people get confused with that, but I mean I love the uh, eastern cultures and uh and I, are you familiar with Sai Baba? You must be familiar uh, with Sai Baba because he did
1: it too. Yeah, I've I've heard I've heard stuff. I've heard a lot of controversial stuff. I, I do know about him, yeah.
2: Yeah, because I was, uh, a, a, I guess you might say, in, in one way or shape or form, a follower of his. In other words, I have a picture of him in my wallet. I have a picture of him in my keychain. And, uh, you know, and I, I've got books written about him. And I heard controversial stuff, too. But anybody who is up there, whether it's in spirituality, whether no matter what it is, there's going to be controversy. Because people want to knock you down when you're up there. And, uh, but, I mean... I remember I talking to a woman in Boston, Pennsylvania, that attended one of his uh, workshops in India. And she said it was amazing. And I said, what was amazing? She said, when he walked past it, he was walking on the grass. And she said, the blades of grass did not bend beneath his feet. And I thought, wow. Wow. amazing, amazing. Anybody who can shape, shift, or anything like that. And I learned about Sai Baba from Dr. Wayne Dyer, who's my mentor.
1: But, again, I was and, uh, just going to say, you know, any energy worker can do really amazing things, and the normal average person would think, wow, you know.
2: But, I know, but um, it's natural to him. He said that when somebody told him he could perform miracles, he said life is a miracle. It's that simple. Oh, life is a miracle.
1: It, is. it is. Again, it's that simple, yeah. Simplicity. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what's cool, too, is I heard a speaker one time say when a little baby is born, people will look, say, look at that baby. What a miracle. He said, but what happens to the miracle when it grows up? You see somebody walking down your street, you know, don't say, oh, look, there goes a miracle. You, you know? know <laughs> but
1: it's true. You know, And it's true, you know, when that baby becomes a toddler or a child, all of a sudden, you know, you're disciplining it. And you're telling it what a bad boy or a bad girl they are. What happened to the miracle? <laughs>
2: I know, the miracle disappeared, you know, the, the miracle got big.
1: Because <laughs> I think we lose sight, and again, you know, wow, this is like, it's all ego. I think we lose sight of the divine, the meaning of namaste. Right. I mean, yes, like you exactly. said, when the baby first comes out, when that baby's first born, the whole vibration is namaste, the divine, we're all divine. We all are one, and you can all resonate with that baby, Being divine Mm -hmm. and being perfect. And then, like, right after that, okay, poof, it's gone.
2: (laughs) I know. It's ridiculous. It's really a shame. I mean, you know, we get so caught up in crap, really. And uh, I remember hearing a story one time about a woman, her two-year-old or two-and-a-half-year-old was walking down the hall, and she was listening. And the two-and-a-half-year-old went in the room where the baby was in the crib. And she heard the two-and-a-half-year-old say, what does God look like? I've almost forgotten. And you know, I just thought that was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. What does God look like? You know, I've almost forgotten. And uh I don't think it's a case where anybody can see God. I think God is energy, spirit, and everything like that, but it could have yeah. been an archangel, you know. But yeah. I just think I just I just think life can be so beautiful and so simple and uh like over in the Middle East you're killing people in the name of Allah. You know, which is oh, a lot of crap. That's just an excuse. And you know, by the way, you know what EGO is an
1: acronym for? Um, Ease God Out. Yeah, yeah. I was Ease trying to think God. about it. Cause Ease God <laughs> Out. Yeah. I don't know where I yeah. heard last night because I do not listen to news. I refuse. I refuse to listen to news media. I gave that up 15 years ago. Uh, I refuse to years. listen to... That's the, why you
2: got your sanity.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's it's hanging by a thread. But um I also don't listen to radio news programs and stuff because I just I, I don't want to be fed your crap. I don't want all that negativity in my vibration and my life near me around me. But somewhere yesterday I heard they were talking about Isis and saying that we're going to be getting into a 30-year long war. And I remember shaking my head walking out of my office going They've all gone insane.
2: <laughs> exactly. Get Donald Trump in the office and ISIS will be gone. That's all I've got to say.
1: So. <laughs> okay, Mr. Trump. Yeah. Well, that's, he's got some good ideas, although I, I just read today that his son killed an elephant, which is not so great, but, um, you
2: yeah. know. Killed or married? Oh
1: killed, he's standing I mean the photo they put up on wherever it was, Facebook or whatever, he's standing there holding the tail of this dead animal he just shot I mean what's wrong with these people but um,
2: Um, when I got out of the army in 1968 I got out of the army and I never went hunting again never and uh, I just don't believe in killing, I really don't I think it's senseless and it's a waste and it's not our duty to kill it's God, it's God to take a life, not us
1: and there's there's no reason behind it. I mean, what, you you, you desperately had to have elephant meat, so you shot the poor animal? I mean, eh, there's no justifying that.
2: You no, know, go to ShopRite and tell them you want elephant burgers. You don't have to shoot one. you
1: know? Yeah, and I mean, even the stuff going on with the wolves and everything, I mean, it's like, you people crazy, really? Seriously? Did and. you see that movie Avatar Yes, I did. I really love that movie. I love that
2: movie. I saw it three times in the theater. I bought the DVD. <laughs> I just think that movie, what we did to the Indians when we came to America, that's one of the stories in there. And then there's a lot of stories in there. There really is about energy. Did you notice that? A lot of stories about energy, how we get the energy yes. when we come here, then when we give it up, it showed uh, one that was passed. I just thought that yeah. movie was beautiful.
1: That movie was so beautiful. That movie was was moving. That movie was so on point. Uh, I saw it that once in the movies, and I wanted to get the DVD or whatever to see it again, and I haven't been able to do it. And see now, you've really, you know, encouraged me to do it because it was a, it was a, everybody should see that movie. Oh yeah,
2: well, I know a lot of people that saw it and one guy said I left halfway through it, he said. I said, Didn't you get the metaphors? He said, What's a metaphor? And that explained it right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me let me if you would be so kind, let me give out my website and my contact information. Please do, please do. Okay. I have two websites. One is we have choices dot net. And the other one is, and I'll spell it because some people leave out a B S when they type it in, but it's Bob Burns Speaks dot com. That's B O B B U R N S S P E A K S dot com. And uh, you know, you can go to those websites. I have my on the Bob Burns Speaks has um, all of the uh, seminars and workshops I'm doing. Which, by the way, I hadn't told you those, but I'm doing a two-day uh, seminar workshop in Sedona, Arizona, in November. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be oh, a lot of fun.
0: That's
1: great. That is great. November third um, and fourth.
2: That'll that'll okay. be posted within a week on the website. Also, so we my have, other contact. Let me go ahead.
1: Choices have choices.net. That's your other website. I didn't know about yeah. that one. I just yeah. put the link to that in the chat room, so those guys okay. can uh, check that out. I put your Bob's Bur- Bob Burns Speak dot com in there. Uh, what's your email, Bob? If people want to email you?
2: Okay, I've got two. Uh, bob at wehavechoices.net is one, and my most—that's the most popular one. I get a lot of junk on that one, but the other one uh, is Bob at bobburnspeaks.com, and I use that one mostly just about all for business and. Uh,
0: And the the other
2: way to get in touch with me, should you desire to get in touch with me, and uh, you and I got to stay in touch because we have so much on the same page. But the phone number is, it's a Pennsylvania phone number, even though I've been in New Jersey. I was out in Pennsylvania for four years. But I got this number and I'm keeping it. It's on all my literature. And that is 610-462-0804. That's 610-462-0804.
0: And anybody
2: has any questions about, you know, if you have questions about Reiki, you're better off calling Rose. I mean, <laughs> I know about Reiki, but Reiki's more. But if you have questions about hypnosis and NLP, you're better off calling me. Call so
1: Bob. Call uh, Bob. Yes. If you want to pick anybody's <laughs> brain on NLP and hypnosis, call Bob.
2: Yeah, And if you want to pick a brain on Reiki,
1: call, call Rose.
2: Rose. <laughs> exactly. My oh, God, we got it going on, kid. You know? And then I also have a radio show on Fridays at 2 in the afternoon. You're going to be a guest on in a couple of weeks.
1: I am. In June I'll be yeah. your guest. I'm so happy and that's right. yeah. can't wait. Yeah, it,
2: yeah that's on 100chamberradio.com. Uh, but if you go to bobburnspeaks.com, it's right there on the home page, everything, all the information you would want about the radio show. And uh, it's interesting. I've got t- Tomorrow I have Jim Britt who was Tony Robbins' first coach on there. And okay. the following week, I, the following week I have Dr. Eldon Taylor, who is the godfather, as far as I'm concerned, of subliminal technology. And I learned all about the CDs that I've made from him. And, uh, it's you know, it's it's an interesting show. And I've got, I don't know if you ever hear of Lee Miltier. She's a motivational speaker and has been for about 25 years. And she's traveled the world. She's on my show the twenty first of August, and you uh, no, I haven't heard. Yeah, but you know the, the the best one though is you're on my show, and that's going to be really cool. I'm looking forward to that.
1: I'm on your show, yes, indeed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that is going to be that is going to be fun, and I could be on somebody else's show. At least I don't have to, you know. I'm I'm in the easy seat; just sit there and talk and whatever. I don't have to be yeah. here. I'm in the studio doing this, doing that, disconnecting people. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: yeah, confusing, know. confusing your audience, that's what's good, but you, could, you know what it is, though? Is my the name of my show, by the way, is Living Consciously, and people do not live consciously, you live consciously, I live consciously, at least more so than a lot of people, but right. I'll give right. you an example, when I walk out of the supermarket, and I'm walking towards my car, and my car is usually parked pretty close because I visualize it, and people will be riding around looking for a parking place, and I'll hold up my keys, and I'll point to my car, and then I'll give a sign, just a minute, I'll be out. And they wave at me and keep on going, because everything <laughs> is automatic. I mean, that to me, you know, that's not stupidity. It's just not understanding, and it's poor, no observation whatsoever.
1: People do it and all day long, every day, yeah. I know,
2: I know. And uh, I remember Earl Nightingale from Nightingale Corner. He used to say, when people go flying past you, he said, let them go past. He said, they're in a hurry. They go nowhere.
1: <laughs> oh, I do that all the time. You're in a hurry. You're you're on my tail. You can't, you know, go around me. Go ahead. I go slower because I make them go around me. Oh, yeah. I'm not, yeah I go slower. Just, so. No. Well, you you about,
2: about, go
1: ahead
2: you said something about the radio, and I just want to say, when I heard Zig Ziglar say "You're what you are and where you are because of what's gone into your mind, you can change what you are and change where you are by changing what goes into your mind. My radio
1: went off. Exactly, exactly. Let me take a quick break here, and we'll be back in a moment.
0: You're listening to Violet Reiki Radio on the Seika Network through blogtalkradio.com with your host, Reiki Sheehan Rose Jimenez, your source for all things Reiki in love, light, and healing.
1: We are back with Bob Burns, president of Robert Burns and Associates, who is a renowned author, motivational speaker, and all other good things. He's everything. Check out Bob well, at his I'm website. Not, I, I, I'm not completely everything, but I'll
2: be, Go ahead, I'll, no, keep, I'll listen. You're, <laughs> you're,
1: you're you're pretty much up there. Uh, yeah. Check check out Bob at Bob Burns. Speaks dot com or at wehavechoices.net dot net. If you have any questions, contact me. I will get you to Bob. I promise. Um, so I we spoke. You. I love you too, Bob. <laughs> we uh, spoke about Reiki. We spoke about NLP. Uh, we touched on hypnosis. But what I really like about you is in your work, you use a combo of the three. You use the Reiki, NLP, and the hypnosis which is something I never really thought about, but I I really like the sound of it.
2: Well, it's powerful because when you use...
1: You know, words have so much power, okay? And
2: when you use words, uh, you know, congruent with your Reiki and your energy, I mean, you have an impact on people that Reiki doesn't have, hypnosis doesn't have, NLP doesn't have. But when you use the combination, you know... It's, it's powerful because now you've got the energy flowing from your hands. You've got the energy flowing from your words. And your words impact a lot of different things. For example, let me just give you a very quick example. Would you rather buy a used car or a pre owned car? Okay, that's the power of words. Would you rather live on a dead end street in a colder side? true, sure. and, and that's the difference with words. I mean, same thing, same thing, but different way of saying it. And when you combine that with the energy from the hands, like I told you, this girl Laura was a Reiki master. I was too, but I was more into the hypnotherapy at the time. This was in 99 or 2000. And I was walking around the table while she was doing the Reiki on the person. I was walking around the table, and I was just talking to them, telling them, just let their feet relax. Just let go of anything that holds you prisoner to the world of attachment. And just be, let yourself be calm and quiet. And go deeper and deeper. And, you know, I just walking around saying things in a very slow, peaceful, quiet voice. And, you know, and when when it came time to count this person up, and Laura stopped with her hands on them in the Reiki, uh they just lay there. And I said, would you like help sitting up at the table? And she said, yes, please. <laughs> I mean, talk about Lucy Lynch. That was wonderful. And that was an eye-opener for me, It, was, it really was. Because when you realize that when you combine everything, which I do now, okay, I do it now myself, but I didn't realize that you could do that, you know? And life is lonely. We are all works in progress.
1: Mm-hmm, and, yep.
2: And if I stop and think back about what I didn't know 10 years ago when I thought I knew everything, stop, you know? And 10 years <laughs> from now, I'll look back and realize what a dunce I was now. But you keep moving forward, and that's why, you know, show me a person that's 100% satisfied, and I'll show you a failure. I average one to three books a week that I read. And I have another book coming out now that will be out probably, hopefully, by mid-fall called Beyond Thought. And I've written four or five chapters, but, you know, two of the chapters have gone to the editor, been polished, and come back. And I'm looking forward to coming out with that book, but I hit blocks. And, you know, I've got to play music or something to get myself emotional. When emotions flow, that's when energy flows, and when energy flows, all the thoughts come out. And I write them by hand in pads, then I put them on a computer. Yeah, it's true. It's
1: It's true because I do a lot of of writing of poetry, and I notice a lot of times I get hit with the inspiration for a poem while I'm listening to music. It's like, bam.
2: Oh, yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Music pulls it out because music creates emotions. And I I, I did a poem one time. I don't remember the whole thing. I'll give you the first couple of lines, but it's true. I said, as I came around the corner, I saw soldiers standing there, tall ones, short ones, fat ones, thin ones. They were everywhere. And as I saw the trees around them, I saw right through them, too. And that's when I came to the conclusion, this is not the poem now. Those are the only ones I remember in the other room. But I realized that they were spirits, and I could see right through them. And, uh, you know, it was it, was, it was quite a poem. I want to get it published. But I have a book of poetry on Amazon called Quotes, Poems, and Metaphors. And it's a little book, and it could be a download for like $4 or something. But uh, Quotes, Poems, and Metaphors, and I've got a bunch of original quotes in there, uh, all my own, and all my own poetry and everything. And one of the quotes, my favorite quote is, once you discover your purpose in life, you will realize you've always known it.
1: I love and, it.
2: You, know, you can use it. I mean, I
1: you know, have to look you... for that because I also have a book on Amazon. It's called Musings of Love and Life Ooh. by Rose Jimenez. And,
2: yeah, well, um, if, if you go to Bob Burns Speaks and hold the cursor over about, uh, a lot of the, uh, about 25 quotes will come down.
0: That's and cool. it's a drop
2: down menu and you can click on it. And I got all, another one I said is properly used words will take you further than the strongest pair of words.
1: Yeah, check that out, Bob. Like I said, there's a lot going on about you. People need to learn. People need to check you
2: out. I've made a lifelong list of learning. I mean, you know, there's never enough, and uh, I keep telling people someday I'm going to explode.
1: (laughs) No, because you keep giving it out. You keep you learn it. You take it in. You know, you're kind of like uh, Niagara Falls. You know, you 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 take it in <laughs> like the river at the bottom. You know, you take it in and then right. you flow it out. It's it's perfect. It's perfectly balanced. You're on the right track. <laughs> that's,
2: that's what I'm working on. You know, God had something in mind for me. I'm not quite sure what it was yet, but I think it was utilizing words. And you know, something's funny there, Rose. Not funny, ha ha, but funny peculiar. And that is, I struggled with English and language. I almost failed both of them.
1: Wow.
2: And language is my strongest point now because I was considered a linguistic architect by a I took.
1: <laughs> That's okay. Mm. When I was a kid, I struggled with reading. As a matter of fact, I got left back a grade because I my reading sucked. And um, after that, it got better and better, and I became an avid reader, and I am now what I would call a voracious reader. And if I really get a book that I'm into and I like and I want to read, Look out! <laughs> oh. oh yeah, well I know a book. I know a book
2: that you would love. You would love it, and it's called "Unless You've Already Read It: Power Versus Force" by Dr. David Hawkins, and uh, it's all about energy and kinesiology. And
1: I yeah, have, how we have not it. read it. Okay, you,
2: uh, get that book. I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal. I'll make a deal with anybody in listening. You buy that book, read it all the way through. If you don't like it. Call me. You have my phone number. I will send you a check for the book. You send me the book. Okay. Really? Deal. I mean, that's true because I've read that book. I've got it, and I've read it three times. And it's okay. not an easy read until you understand it. And once you understand it, you can't put it down.
1: Oh, I, I, it. I love books like that. Yeah, not an easy read. You just keep reading it over and over again until you get it because it means there's something in there you need.
2: Well, you know what's interesting about it, and it consists of Reiki, because it's all about energy and how we vibrate and how we calibrate it with this computer. And he said, if you're a physical human being, you calibrate, the highest you can calibrate is what Jesus Christ calibrated, which was at 1,000. He said, if you don't know the difference between truth and falsity, you calibrate below 200. And he said, uh, he said, 78% of the world's population calibrates below 200, which I believe. But I Mother Teresa that too, calibrated yeah. at yeah. Mother Teresa calibrated at seven sixty, and the avatars in India, like Sai Baba and the ones I mentioned, calibrated in the high nine hundreds. But basically, that's all about truth versus untruth. And somebody said, "How can you calibrate Jesus Christ? He's gone." And David answered that beautifully. I thought it was beautiful. He said, "His energy is still here." Exactly. And yeah, I, mean, I, just, I love that book. You would lo- you would love that book. You would.
1: Well, I'll let you know, because I'll be getting it very shortly. <laughs> okay. Power versus Force. So hmm mm-hmm. very okay. fascinating book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I will let you know, Bob. I got a feeling you're not going to be getting the book, but uh, from me, okay. I'll keep it. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, you'll, you'll read it more than once. You'll read it more than once. It's, it's a wonderful book. It, is, it's, it really gets you thinking, and, you know, and it's it's just a great book and I mean I've got over I've got close to two over 2,000 books in my library and that's that's in the top deep list of mine and that, that guy came recommended by Dr. Wayne Dyer that's why I went on board yeah, and
0: I've read more of his book yeah I love Wayne
2: books. so do I I've met him I've embraced him we've shaken hands and uh I used him that, as a mentor
1: that yeah. is one amazing individual yeah yeah he is isn't he yeah he is I love him he, to death yes and um, I was going to ask you about something. Good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did you see the movie What Dreams May Come?
2: What Dreams May Come? That sounds very familiar. I may have seen it. That was a while ago, wasn't it?
1: That was a while ago. And Robin Williams played the uh, the lead yes. character. yes, yes, yes. 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 And yeah, I, I remember it. seeing that movie going, huh? And then... <laughs> I'm like okay, and then I thought about and I thought about it and I watched it again, and each time I watched it, it got clearer and clearer, and finally, like you know, by the by the third time I watched it, it was like, oh. Yeah, I I I I understand. I, I didn't okay. I knew the, I
2: recognized the name but you said Robin Williams and all of a sudden I put pictures in my mind. Being a visual
1: learner, by the way. I put pictures yeah, in my mind. Because most, I, yeah, because most most yeah, most people if you say, Well, you know, it's that, that Robin Williams movie And then ultimately I got the book and that really sealed the deal. But I mean a lot of people didn't understand that movie and it really opens you up to understanding how the universe and how the world works.
2: Exactly. No, I, I believe that. I really do. And there's a lot of excellent books out there, excellent books.
1: But you know yeah. something?
2: I did, I did an experiment, and I know we're running low on time, but I did an experiment one time, and I spent an hour sitting in, on a Tuesday evening. I spent between 7 and 8 uh, many years ago sitting in front of the uh, library The following week, on a Tuesday between 7 and 8, I sat in front of the video store, and the video store had about 10 times more people going in and out than the library did. And I thought, what a shame.
1: It is a shame, but you see, that's what they've made us into. Like I always say with the Reiki, too, people want instant coffee. We want instant coffee. And if you make Mm -hmm. the instant coffee jar shiny... And and you say you have enough ingredients and things that will give you a zing and make you energized and make you look young and all of that BS. They're going to buy that instant coffee. They're not going to buy a quality coffee, a roast that needs to be percolated because, Bob, I really think we're losing our depth of character.
2: Well, I think we are in many ways because also people will go and buy a pill even with the dangerous side effects before they'll come to see you or me.
1: It's true. It's true. Yes. That drives me nuts. When I hear these pharmaceutical commercials and they talk about the side effects, I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you really think I would ingest that into my body? Seriously? Absolutely not.
2: (laughs) Well, you know something else? What I told you about my alcoholism and everything like that, I haven't been sick and been to the doctor in 29 years.
1: That's amazing. I know you do. That is amazing. That's because of what I put into my mind. I only put good stuff into
2: my mind. I get rid of... I get rid of the naysayers and the energy vampires. And people say, well,
1: what's an energy vampire?
2: I said, somebody you talk to for 15 or 20 minutes and want to go home and take a nap.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Bob, we're running out of time. We ran out of time. But I want to thank you for being my guest tonight. It was great. I know I'm going to have you back again sometime. And um, we will keep in touch. Thank you so much, Bob. Have a great weekend. (laughs)
2: Definitely will, and I'll see you on my show shortly. So you take care, and God bless you.
1: God bless you, Bob.